You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 5. Audacious Prayer. When God has something very great to accomplish for His church, it is His will that there should precede it the extraordinary prayers of His people. That was said by Jonathan Edwards. There are different types of prayer. There is a quiet, contemplative, intimate, meditative type of prayer that we can engage God with on a personal level. Then there is also a wrestling type of prayer, a prevailing type of prayer, an authoritative, declarative, earnest, heartfelt, persistent type of prayer. This is the type of prayer where the person has made up their mind. They know what they want and they will not be persuaded otherwise. They are not praying for things that are superfluous or things they don't really expect to see. Instead, they are asking as though this is the only thing they want. These are Hannah's prayer for a child in 1 Samuel chapter 1. This was all she wanted. These are The prayers Elijah prayed when he was praying for rain, head down between his knees and sending his servant repeatedly to go and look for the answer to his prayers. These are the type of prayers that alter history, that bring breakthrough, that bring revival. You could describe these prayers as audacious and that means brave, daring, fearless, unflinching. I think we have done well to build contemplative communion with God. But if we are to pray for revival, we must be daring and step into the arena of audacious prayer. In his book, The Soul of Prayer, P.T. Forsyth said the following, Lose the habit of wrestling and the hope of prevailing with God. Make it mere walking with God in friendly talk and as precious As that is, you tend to lose the reality of prayer at last. (laughs) Wrestling with God? Prevailing with God? Do we even know this type of prayer? It sounds like work. It sounds like sweat and even aggression. I mean, do any of those words describe your prayer life? It reminds me of Jacob who wrestled with the Lord all night to the point where it seems God was willing to surrender Let me go for day breaks, he said. But Jacob dug deeper. I will not let you go until you bless me. I mean, how audacious, how assertive, even aggressive. Modern Jews call it chutzpah. What about Moses praying for the people not to be destroyed? God had to say, let me alone that I may destroy them. But Moses' prayers restrained and even prevailed against God. I mean, who did Moses think that he was? That he would step up and stop the arm of God. And yet he did. And even more bizarre, it seems as though God was pleased by that. Tertullian said the following, Prayer hath the nature of violence. In the public prayers of the congregation, we besiege God and we take God prisoner and bring God to our conditions. And God is glad to be straightened by us in the siege. (laughs) This just sounds crazy. Besiege God? Bring him to our conditions? Are you serious? And he wants that? 
You know, for us urbanized, latte-slipping, democratic softies who type emails, such raw aggression and audacity is just plain foreign. In the first century BC, a drought so bad threatened to wipe out a whole generation in the Holy Land. And that was until a man of prayer called Honi stepped up to the plate. He took his staff and he drew a circle in the dry ground and he stepped into the circle. He got on his knees in the dirt and raised his hands to heaven and prayed the following. Lord of the universe, I swear before your great name that I will not move from this circle until you have shown mercy upon your children. <laughs> How audacious is that? Needless to say though, the rain came. According to scripture, there are no limits to how we can pray. In fact, it would seem that he expects and wants such prayer from us. Which brings us to revival and clearly our biggest challenge with it. How do we get our hearts to break for it so that we begin to pray audacious prayers for it? Someone needs to flip our crazy switch and get us drawing some circles in the dirt and saying things like, Lord, I'm not going to move until my city is saved. We need a holy hunger to grip our hearts, a raw, passionate craving for God to come near, for the church to come alive, and for the lost to come to Christ. And so we pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me.